0: Welcome to the Self-Taught Designer Podcast. You discovered you have a passion for design. You love learning new things and exploring new ways to be more creative. So what you did, you dove head first. Don't know what you're doing, but you keep on going. You are passionate, dedicated, and one heck of a creative genius. But you doubt yourself. You question if you can do all these things. The truth is, yes, you can do it. I myself is a self-taught designer and I had the same question and doubts every day. But I know I got something to share and so do you. That is why I am on a mission to help you fellow savvy self-taught creatives that despite all the procrastination, self-doubt, we have something to offer to the world and our creativity is a gift worth exploring. So come and join me as I share my story, tips, mistakes, learnings so that you can learn from it all. So let's go and dive right in and today episode. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm so excited for today's episode. If you haven't checked out our previous episode as well. So, uh, I did a series of interview for the Asian American and Pacific Islander and I invited four amazing Filipino American who are here of course in the US and we are just talking about our journey into entrepreneurship um, entrepreneurship the things that we miss when it comes to the Filipino food the things that we remember how our parents taught us so it's just so excited to really gather as one and to really celebrate our heritage as a Filipino And I hope you actually enjoy this and make sure to follow our guests. So for today's guest, we are interviewing Abby Laguidao. For today, we have a very special guest. We have a Filipina-Chinese brand mentor-influencer, and she founded in 2018... Pixel Parlor, I want to make sure I pronounce that one correctly, a full service creative agency where she harnessed an intentional approach to helping you articulate your value and story with strong visuals and modern brand identity. And her mission is to help you and to help her clients as well strengthen their digital marketing skills, share their message with power, and confidently challenge their potential a successful entrepreneur and we have our guest hey abby hi thank you for having me this is so exciting yes thank you so much for saying yes and i know you're so busy you're actually moving to another state and you're Mm -hmm. just like you know doing all of the last meeting and last call and everything so for sure we're gonna make sure we uh, take the mess out of this time right so yeah thank you so much for being here besides i actually said you know a little bit of an introduction tell us a little bit more about more abby okay
1: so a little bit more about me most importantly i'm a mother okay i um everything that i do i always like to remind people that i am a mother and that i am trying and doing my best but professionally My name is Abby Lagedao. I am a brand mentor influencer. And what I do is I help aspiring entrepreneurs quit their nine to five, quit their soul sucking job and help them quickly start their dream business with proven blueprints so that they can be prepared, efficient and decisive with having success in their future and making money fast. That's what I do. Um, I own a full service creative agency here just outside of Seattle. And I do everything from branding, creating logos, headshots, uh, product photography, food photography, basically working with my clients who are just starting out and providing them with resources and tools to get started so that they can gain the knowledge and pivot out of being stuck and knowing what to do and how to move forward and be like, I think I got this. I think I can actually be successful with, with the help of Pixel Parlor.
0: Yes, uh, it's so important, especially I love how it is like your mission and really helping, especially those who are trying to navigate the world of entrepreneurship, because it's really hard. I mean, both of us came from, you know, our own heritage and everything, um, being a Filipino navigating through it and kind of just like, hey, we are here, we are really on a mission on helping others. And I just love what you do. You know, we've worked together, I've seen what you're creating, the that the impact that you are really putting out there is really, is really so something that we can really all be proud of, right? So um Abby, um tell me a little bit, let's go back because I bet we have a lot of either countrymen or Kababayan who's either, you know, with a miseries that we have or our heritage that we have. Um, tell me a little bit. Are you uh were you born and raised in the Philippines? Tell me a little bit about that background as well. No, I was actually, I am actually born and raised
1: in Alaska. Ketchikan, Alaska, so I'm Alaskan and proud. And but my Philippines had migrated here. Uh, My parents had migrated here from the Philippines. Uh, My mom is actually from the province in Tarlac, and my dad is from the city in Manila. And I do have a Filipino Chinese background where my great grandpa is actually full Chinese. And in order for him to work in the Philippines, he had to change his last name. And so that's where that Chinese heritage comes from. Um, but for me, I'm really tapping into my culture, learning more about who I am because I, just like branding, I was lost in my identity. Um, a lot of people mistaken me for other cultures besides Filipino. I never get asked if I'm Filipino. They always say, um, Are you Eskimo? Are you Mexican? Are you Thai? And I'm like, Who am I? Like, what am I really? But no, I was born and raised in Alaska.
0: Wow, I love that one because yeah, we, we really do get a lot like for me, it's either Mexican, or are you like other within Southeast Asia type of country. So it's really I love that one, because I know regardless of where you came from, there's really that search of identity, right? Like, mm-hmm. trying to your things out. Now, You've mentioned that you have that Chinese background, you have that you know Filipino background, and then you've born and raised, in, you know, in Alaska. Then you know you've traveled to different like states yeah. and cities as well. Like, how were you able to enter a really great that like, especially the Asian culture that you have? Does the, your family really practice? Like, what some how did you grow up like really knowing all of this like um cultural or some heritage that we have or traditions as an Asian that side part.
1: So obviously, anybody who's older than me is either an Ate or Kuya, right? And I even have a hard time with this, even if they're not Filipino. And I'm like, do I still call them Ate or Kuya because they're older me older than me or they're an uncle, but who is like, you know, a black uncle or a white auntie? Do I still call them auntie or, or, or uncle? But those were the things that I grew up with, with was respect. And a big thing in my culture and necessary. actually, most importantly in my family is giving and a lot of people know with the filipino culture we are really big on giving and i would have to say that my giving personality i'm always giving my time right and i feel like i'm such a good entrepreneur because i I constantly love to give and i owe that all to my grandma who is um i feel like the last you know the last elder standing right now she's such a queen and she is in her home province which is in Tacloban and Leyte and every single month she's always figuring out how to provide for her village um whether it's giving kids some you know bags of rice or birthday gifts or employing the you know the the people in the village to throw parties and employing them and paying them to either clean up and make food she's always figuring out what to do and i feel like that's really important for me and um and in our culture and filipinos and especially tying it together being an entrepreneur and i feel like that's what makes us great leaders
0: I I agree with that. We have that passion. Like even me, like, you know, I do have like a small team, but like what like you know when we started and we're like a solo entrepreneur and then you get asked why, why, and then you start that like you know, that there's more to it. And I love how you actually the respect, yes, even me, like um what well, when I was in the Philippines, right, I'm working like in the corporate world. And then when Americans actually come in and they tell you, like, oh, just call me by first name, but I really mm-hmm. still adopt, like, ma'am, sir. Yeah, yes. you know, I still have that one. And then when I migrated here, I still have that one, regardless of what position, whether I was a retail job or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, ma'am, sir, how are you? My pit bee is really, honey, love. Yes, what can I do for you? It's like, oh, please do. <laughs> yeah. And then lot of like how you've really um how your grandmother has really showed you as well like you know the power of giving mm-hmm. and how you are integrating that one with your business because it breaks you as well because that yeah. is that relationship that is that giving right and mm-hmm. i know i bet you might have some experiences like oh you know entrepreneurs you need to be like oh focus and everything, but you really integrated that. I love it. So um, now that you have, you know, you have that one, and I think your grandma, your parents has really taught you, you know, it kind of prepared you. How was that going into the entrepreneurial world as a nation American? Like, what is your journey? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: You know, I am such an explorer. I, again, I mentioned I was from a small town Alaskan. At 18, I knew I wanted to get out. Like I'm small town girl, but big city dreams. And that, I feel like that was the journey or this beginning in that kind of that flame of me kind of being on my own and being my own boss and how it reflected and how I worked it was. Every time I would get a job, I would get promoted right away because just on my work ethic, but I always have a had a problem listening to authority. I always wanted it to do my way. I always wanted to feel challenged. And if I didn't feel challenged, I always quit or found a new job that was you know sparking my interest more and so it just kept gravitating through there and um and my and my personal personality is honestly an explorer i'm an introvert but i also love to explore so i found myself going from job to job not really feeling unstable but just trying to see what it was what else was out there and ever since i moved out went to college at 18 I, after college and graduating with a degree in um industrial design I started moving from, you know, town to town and it wasn't because I was fearful of, uh, you know, being with my family and kind of just feeling stuck, but I wanted to see who else I can talk to, who else I can meet and what else I can do for them in the design world. And so today, the, the struggle I do have today that ties into my Filipino culture is we live in this mantra today, especially for entrepreneurs is, you know, it's it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to not serve people or it's okay to say no. And that was, man, I think I it's still a lesson learned for me even till today to say no to people when they need help, when it just doesn't serve me. And as a Filipino growing up, I, um, I can just hear my mom, it's like, you're selfish if you don't help people, right? You're, you're, you know, don't be selfish, you know, always help people, always provide. And that was a struggle for me as an entrepreneur. And I'm starting to learn self love as an entrepreneur. And I figured out that the foundation of being a really great entrepreneur is to practice self love. Because if you cannot fill up your own cup, how can you fill others? Honestly, it's you're always going to be serving from an empty cup.
0: Yes, yes. And it's in, it's really indeed a, a struggle you know Mm -hmm. because of like you know especially that we have that culture of family help tita help tito you know know? and we really have that one and indeed that when it comes to our business at times we need to put our best foot forward as well right and yeah like we have Lala saying yeah say no is helping others when it doesn't serve you right I mean Mm -hmm. that is just like wow that is so true because I agree. Because when it's not aligned with you, there's a little bit of resistance. You don't give your full capacity, yeah. right? About your experience that one. Now, you know, I so it was so funny, I was laughing when when we, when you actually said like, um, "I always get into trouble at the jobs because I'm trying you know, to figuring out." And I got that one too. Like how many <laughs> times? Like, eh, nope, I can't be. Don't restrict yep. me. I'm just too creative yep. to do that one. Yeah. And the thing is that one, like you know, with our Filipino culture as well, we always grow up. I have this one. That's why I'm so fan with Jokoy and everything. You know, the comedian, the Filipino comedian, mm-hmm. saying like, "Oh, when we grew up, like we want our mom, uh, our mom wants to be us to be a nurse, want to be a doctor or a teacher." Did you ever have that one when you were growing up? Um, yes.
1: Okay. So I had mentioned that I had a bach. I have a bachelor degree in industrial design. Yes. And um during our graduation party somebody stopped me into the bathroom was like what do you want to you know do in college and i go well i know i want to tie um art and technology together i just don't know what that is and then the day before i went to college and my mom dropped me off i told my mom mom i'm going to do nursing and they were just so happy and i don't know what the shift was but i just felt like i wasn't making them proud because they don't know you right our parents just don't know and The first day of nursing, I remember I can just see it vividly. I remember, you know, having ten large books with me to my first day of nursing school and we're flipping through pages and I see blood and I was like, there's no way I can do this. I, and right after that one class, I went straight to like my counselor and into the office, and to the enrollment office, and I changed my degree. And I went through the technology department and I said, which one kind of sounds like you know the direction that I want to head in and it was industrial design Mm -hmm. and so I knew right then and there and I was like okay I'm gonna go against the grain I might be the black sheep but I'm not gonna do you know nursing or doctor it doesn't align with who I am and so um I I feel like I've made a great decision. I graduated on time. I was top of my class. I accomplished so much. I was thriving, and my parents are just so proud of me, and they love that I'm such a hard worker. And it wasn't regard. It wasn't even about doing, you know, what they wanted me to do. They just wanted me to be happy. And and we don't know that growing up. We just know, you know, respect your parents, listen to yeah. your parents, provide for your parents. But
0: that's their way of communicating. They just want us to be happy and to be secure. That is so true. Yeah. It's really just for the purpose of, um, you know, finding that security because, you know, coming like me, born and raised in the Philippines, you know, mm-hmm. as a third world country, we go through that experiences of life in terms of providing for family, providing for ourselves. But you have really paid way with that direction, right? There was a desire. And I also remember that nursing, no, no nursing. <laughs> I can't even pronounce medicine or any. <laughs> <laughs> given different medicine here so yeah that is is so that is just that is so nice to know because I bet we do have fellow Kamabayans here you know from the Philippines who follow us in our page or in a YouTube channel or also different from different cultures and kind of just like the possibility of following our dream and following something that we really work hard for right Mm -hmm. we really work hard for now now that you have you know now that you have paved that way, opened the doors for your entrepreneurship. And now that you are here, um, here as a as a business, a brand mentor, you know, really an influencer and really helping a lot of entrepreneurs um, with that mission of yours, um, tell us a little bit more about like, I know that, you know, what you do and everything, right? The impact that you want to create, why, why now, like you do a lot of photography, correct? You do a lot of yeah. photography. Did you start with photography as a main service?
1: Um, So in high school, on our our senior year, they asked us to go and shadow the person, you know, we want to be when we grow grow up or go to college. So I shadowed a photographer, which was a well-known photographer in Alaska. I followed him around, and it was so boring. And this was just film, right? Just film photography back then it was so boring. And I was like, if this is what a photographer is going to be like, I don't want to be a photographer. So my second choice was design. But obviously, since photography was my first choice, I was practicing photography in college. And so that's why now that I'm an entrepreneur, I'm like, I get to be whoever I want. And it reflects because I'm very multifaceted and anything creative. And so I'm glad that I have photography under my belt. But yes, that was my first love, honestly. Yeah.
0: And if you don't actually follow um, Abby, I highly encourage you all to follow her on Instagram. We have all of her handles here right now. Go ahead and do that one because I want you to all see the quality of work that she does, some of the content that she does, the headshot that she does, and even her her brand photos. My gosh, you just like, <laughs> this girl is a queen. <laughs> just like, how you really like, you know, like, oh my gosh, it's so regal. I just love it. I just love it. Oh, just thank so cute. you. It captivating, right. I just love it so much. So, yeah, I mean, it's really just hard, you know, trying to navigate everything, trying to really figure things out. And now, have you ever also experienced um you know being an Asian, do you find it a little bit more with an advantage, a little bit of disadvantage? Tell us a little bit about that, especially in the entrepreneurial world as a business owner.
1: You know, I didn't start really celebrating my heritage as an entrepreneur until way later. Um, I felt it was a disadvantage because before I became an entrepreneur, I was in the corporate world, I was always the only Asian. I was either the only Asian or the only women in my class because for industrial design, it's highly, you know, men. And so either one of those, I always felt small. And being the only Asian in the middle of Nebraska at a newspaper company, being an editorial designer, I felt like I could not, I, I just didn't feel like I belonged. Like I couldn't have conversations with people who understood my heritage and I couldn't understand how people were behaving around me who looked different. And it wasn't until I became an entrepreneur and, and then I think um, a year later when I hired a makeup intern who is half black, half um, Korean and she's gorgeous. And she asked me, And and I usually have a smart answer for everything, but she asked me, what is it like being a woman Filipino business owner? And for her to just ask, what is it like being Filipino and a woman and a business owner real is what really stopped me if she asked me, what is it like being a business owner? Oh, it's like this. It's like that. But because she put that Filipino in there. As in, like, hey, you know, you're Filipino. What is it like being you? I didn't have a, I didn't have an answer for her. I didn't know how to respond. It really, even today, helps me define who I really am. And I wrote about this. And the only way I can really explain to you how it feels is is to show you how it feels. And it's exactly how how you see Joe Coy and other Filipinos man or 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 women showing up and doing great things and just being, you know, amazing in their field. That's exactly how I feel when I show up. I'm very proud of who I am, Filipino and Chinese. Even though I don't know a lot of Chinese, um, it's still part of my identity. And I, I'm so eager to figure out who that person is. And the best way is just to, to take a look at my social media platforms because I am an influencer and and I don't want to hide who I am. So that's that's the best way can to, yeah. to I,
0: I love I love the honesty that you actually really had there and really saying like you know it it was just recently embracing everything. Because yeah. it is true that like me, I migrated seven years ago. You get you adopt into that culture and kind of just like, hey, how can I fit in in a way that people are familiar with mm-hmm that right the, the only different is our skin color mm-hmm. you, you know sometimes like you kind of don't want i, I love that one because i i even myself is into that situation trying to how can i integrate it because That is the one thing that can differentiate us from all the branding, all the photographer, all the website creators, right? I I just love, thank you so much for really being honest in that point. And one of the things that I really admire about you really is that how you integrate the Filipino culture with the fashion, with the (laughs) content that you have, but let's talk about a little bit about also the fashion part of abby ladies and ladies and gentlemen (laughs) um if you all yeah again please follow abby you i just admire it how were you really that fashionista already when you were younger because you had that one tell me a little bit about that um yes
1: honestly if i date back i was always I wouldn't say i was always taking pictures of myself i was always looking at myself not in that way that you think i was very insecure i um, I had severe eczema i had crooked teeth a lot of people used to bully me and because i had eczema i had to stay inside a lot i didn't want anyone to look at me and i remember sitting during summer nights in ketchikan alaska watching the kids outside play like my my little siblings them just playing, and I know that if I were to go outside, I would start getting itchy, and I didn't want people seeing me in the light. And I remember my mom, um, she would come up to me, and I would sit in their bedroom when there was a mirror right in front of their bed, and right there was a window where I would watch people, and I would sit looking at myself, wishing I looked differently. And I would focus on my poses, on how I would see, because I always wanted to be like a model, but they're like, oh, you're too short, you're too this. And my mom is the one who actually taught me how to smize. Smizing is, a, a, is like a term that Tyra Banks uses in the model industry, smiling with your eyes. And I feel like my mom is the one who taught me how to do that because I had crooked teeth and I didn't know how to smile. And she taught me how to just show my beauty just by being myself. And so I feel like uh, um, that was the foundation of my mom helping me. Um, kind of branched through who I really am, regardless of my skin and my insecurities. And that's where the fashion came in. The longer I was inside watching kids play, the more I was in the mirror, fixing my hair, wearing new outfits, going through my mom's, like, my mom's closet, trying things on. And it just stemmed from there, even up until high school and college. And people used to always comment on how I would look and how I would put my clothes together. And then now today I'm embracing it. If I want to wear something grungy, I'm going to wear something grungy. If I want to wear something, you know, more form-fitting, I will wear something form-fitting. If I want to wear my boyfriend's clothes, I'm going to wear my boyfriend's clothes, but I'm going to put, you know, my spin on it. And to tie that into the Filipino culture, I'm so glad with the shift today because I've had visions of me showing up to like a business meeting with like a Filipino top, but modernized with jeans or heels. And I'm like, who can I, who can design this for me? Cause I can only hot glue gun, you know, I can't sew. And so that was really the foundation. It really stemmed from my insecurities of sitting inside and wishing I was who I really want to be today. And that's what I would tell my younger self, like, just, just keep loving who you are. You know, it gets better.
0: Yeah, I I I am just so amazed with that. You know, with that story, with 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 that journey of really accepting and integrating it, and really embracing it. Because especially if you are like that, you know, the generation of our moms, right? Of course, they're different from what we're wearing right now, and like. Um, what do you call that? Like, hey, that's too showy or that's too modern or that's too, or mm-hmm. we you live and it's written, you know, not really box, but we have our tradition, right? As a Filipino, I bet your mom is everything and then you kind of get into fashion and really embracing your own unique style and incorporating mm-hmm. our Filipiniana and I actually did yeah. that one yesterday for the show because I said, how, what is the best representation of our culture? I was thinking, oh, maybe I should bring lumpia or maybe I bring, you. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, I don't talk. I don't talk. The best representation was the bolero. You know, yeah. it was it was the best one. And I I found their um, Mestizo LA was really good with their bolero and everything. So I kind of want to give a shout out to them. That was an amazing one. So yeah, it's just it's just it's just so nice to see your journey, how you are, because it's really hard indeed. You know, to kind of try and navigate. And one of the key things that I really learned from you is that. It took really some time of embracing that heritage and accepting and be proud of. Yes, I'm a Filipino woman business entrepreneur who is here to really give the talent and be of service to those who need me and be of service of me within the business that I offer. So tell us a little bit also like the key things, you know, you mentioned about, you know, the visuals things and how it is. Tell us a little bit about the process if anyone actually would like to work with you um, with the services that you offer. Okay. So, well, the process would would
1: kind of sound like, well, obviously the first thing I know um, and how people reach out to me is through DMs. They always comment, I saw your post. They always reference to my post, and they always reference to how it makes them feel, and that's how I know, like, yes, I'm doing some, something good. I'm reaching one person, but the process really starts off with what their pain point is, and it's either I want to start a business or I don't know how to be on social media or I don't know what I'm doing and I'm lost, and, or it's just some, something simple, like someone's like, I just need someone to talk to, and most likely they're Filipino women. I work with a lot of Filipino women. I didn't intend to for it to be like that, but I think it's that's what representation is all about. Then us Filipino women will be like, okay, someone is doing it, I wanna talk to them. And the process is something simple, like maybe like a 30 minute Zoom session of me just asking a lot about them. I try to talk less and just hear them out and really understand and feel that relatability. And then at the end of that call, it's more like, what decision do you want to make today? Because that's just, that's something that sets a lot of us apart is decision making. I believe I believe that leaders don't wait; they initiate. And me as a leader, I really help others make decisions for for their life as well, then and there because um with filipino culture we say we want to do a lot of things and 10 years goes by and we're not doing it and then we always keep wondering i'm like that's the one thing i want to fill in that gap at least with with all with our culture is to make quick decisions and to stick with it and to see what happens when these beautiful things start to happen for your life and i only say that because that's what happened with me And I see it within my family and my aunties and uncles and just even just being part of the the Filipino community here, I'm helping them with that decision making and I'm seeing great things happen. And that's all I want to see on social media, right, is to see people really go after their dreams and commit to it.
0: Yes, and I know you won a recent award, right, for being like one of the entrepreneurs that are here. You have a lot of award recognition. It's just because of that mission. And I also saw that you indeed had a gathering with some, you know, fellow Kababayan or Filipinos, kind of encouraging them because that is so true. Like, me, I do have the innate nature of like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's try. You know, it it I yeah. have that one in me. But I know some, especially Filipina, we are so like, you know, we, we yeah. wait for our parents at times mm-hmm. to get permission. We have that because we have that sign of respect, right? Yeah. Or we respect on other people. We kind of wait, we don't really have. So I really love how it is and how you gravitate and help a lot of other Filipina in particular um, with their business. And I love how you really said it starts with a conversation Mm -hmm. and you start to listen. And I think it's very important to have a mentor like you. And you know, you work with different people not just Filipino whoever yeah. would like to work with Abby is to make sure to check out her website or dm her on Facebook or no on Instagram because you're more mm-hmm. visible at Instagram I mean like you know active yeah. in Instagram I mean yeah. and I love that one so like so once they have so they had a conversation with you kind of helping them out because guys entrepreneurship when you're starting off you have an idea implementing it finding the right resources, finding the right tool, how to do it is really hard. And I can attest to that. It is really, is it Ernie and a lot of errors. And if you have Abby as a mentor, then it makes that what she learned is like, you've just fast-tracked your success. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like quantum
1: leaping. You're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And then you're just, you hit your goal so fast. And, And it's a learning experience because once I started doing that, I, my mindset shift like nothing is impossible. There's no way anything is ever impossible anymore because I've seen things that were what I felt like impossible in the beginning become possible. So I take that completely out
0: of my vocabulary. Yes, that I is just the work. Yeah, yeah, do the work and really just going out there and really finding someone like Abby to really help you out. Now, you, I know that you have your group um, group coaching mentorship. And Mm -hmm. you have your other service, right? Tell us a little bit about the different, um, you know, funnel or different types of services that they can work with you after they had the conversation Mm -hmm. and after they had, you know, they needed you to really work with them. Right.
1: So there are two different options. It's either you have a business idea and you don't know what to do or whether this is viable. And I think those that discovery call is very important because a lot of people have these different business ideas and, and sometimes it, sometimes as mentors, we will know if this is, this is a great decision, right? On this particular idea. And what I would do is kind of help you shift that idea to, to fit the market today. Cause technology is con- consistently moving super fast. That's one aspect of my service. Okay. The other aspect is called let's get social. And that's somebody who already has a business idea who has a branding, but they're like, How do I even leverage myself on social media and whenever I hear that I hear a lot of excuses of why they don't post right Um, I don't have enough followers I don't have enough this I don't do enough of that, but really I feel like it really stems down to confidence because they may know so much right but they just don't know how to really say it with their words or they don't even know where to start and that's where i feel like that analysis paralysis comes in before we hit record is i have a lot of knowledge but what should i say and then also that perfection comes in like but i need to say it perfectly so that i can convert this one video into one customer and so that's i feel like that initial discovery call going into let's get social is where i get to tackle all of those myths those myth busters of what you think social media is all about but it really is how can i help you with that concrete mission and the concrete that message and also really um amplifying your your brand so we can just articulate that through social media i'm not trying to you know, change any wheels or change any gears. We're just really trying to amplify who you are so that you can get the results that you want. And again, I want people to be part of the conversation. It's not about competition. It's about collaboration. And I feel like that's what really makes this social media world go round is how we can um, also provide value with who we are and what we do.
0: All right. Yeah, so so actually,
1: actually, that's that's actually going to be a live, version of let's get social here in Seattle
0: oh okay this is the live version okay so and then the, you also have that on with an on-demand sorry
1: yes I also have that as well I will do group coaching or if somebody's like I want to be selfish and I'm proud of it I want you all to myself that is okay too <laughs> yes
0: yes yeah. so do check out you know you have all of this that you can book a consultation with Abby you know if you need a business mentor you know to stay for everything that she have, she has a lot of content that you can surely um, start off making sure that, you know, whether you're a right fit, because that's also me, like, you know, make sure that is also a right fit. But I know and have seen the content that Avi provides, and I always believe everyone that we actually bring in here in um, Savvy Shake as our um, expert, guest expert on our live video really has that content that I know that can really help your business as well. So I love that one that you all had that. Um, you know give a little bit more information do make sure to check that one out and I just want to make sure that we share that one because it is just so important that we have our audience really know where they can actually reach you as well now I know you are moving to Texas would that yep. be
1: anytime soon <laughs> yes I'm we're moving next month and like oh what is it what less than 30 days maybe June 10th and I don't mm-hmm. know I just keep seeing that that date in my head and I'm and I'm going for it Um, but yeah we are looking forward to just starting over not necessarily starting over but just meeting new people just honestly meeting new people and that's that's what's
0: helping us thrive is is seeing who else is out there i agree yeah just putting yourself out there and i know you're going to create more impact within that state and you know we're both online your content is always there Um, you always put yourself out there, you know, attending conferences, events, or anything where you can create impact as well. Well, Abby, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your journey as a Filipina, chinese Filipina, you know, going through entrepreneurship because I know there's a lot, especially immigrants coming in. The first thing we always have, find a job so that we can send buy-in box or boxes of (laughs) gifts to the Philippines, right? Or we work so hard so that we can have a new, you know, build a house for once in the philippines so there's always that kind of relationship with coming so and then those who coming in are kind of afraid like should i go into entrepreneurship should i start this but one of the things i don't know uh because me i'm an immigrant is that if you really put yourself out there the possibility here in the united states is really endless that's one thing i don't know if you agree with me
1: oh i agree I, i like 100 i there's so many people who are doing the same thing so you will never ever feel alone we're all trying to figure it out and how can you shine if you're consistently putting yourself in the darkness right and so it's really your time to to stand up if you have that if you
0: want to say something say it <laughs> yes that is their true yeah just go for it you know be yeah. be proud of your heritage no matter what culture you are whatever not nationality you are you know embrace that one and find your own voice to help others it's more unlike help yourself and then help others right so abby is there anything else that you would like to share to our audience as well besides what you have shared please well, honestly, I feel
1: so grateful today um, that you invited me here. Every time I do these interviews, it really just does kind of take me back to to who I was and, and how I started. And I really am, you know, hopeful and I'm praying and, and I know that this will be a guarantee for someone who is listening to to spark and, and, and influence them to take action on theirs. And I really appreciate you having a platform like this for people like us to share our story. It's so new for us Filipinos to talk about ourselves in this way. Right. We're always, you know, for other people. And so I think this is really important. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you as well for your time. And I'm so just proud of what you're doing. I'm sharing you on, you know, I'm always just behind the scene with every support that I have. Um, so make sure, guys, if you would like to follow um, Abby, here are all the handles that she has. Make sure to connect with her, particularly on in Instagram. That is the fastest way. Or check out her website as well, um, brokentobusiness.com. The journey at times at entrepreneurship, whether you're an Asian American or whatever, um, you know, culture you are in sometimes is really hard. So if you need someone who have been there, who is doing it and really has a really good, um you know, future as well, make sure to check out Abby. So, Abby, thank you so much. Have a wonderful thank day. You. So you have another shoot for your client. She's yes, last I do. You Thank you so much for having me and I can't
1: wait to see this on your your social. Congratulations on everything that you're doing as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you you so much, Abby. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time. So make sure to subscribe in our podcast as you learn more tips and tricks that you can use in your business as a self-taught designer and learn from amazing conversations from our guest experts. So make sure to stay tuned in our next episode.